So Gus has this thing, and it's become a yearly ritual around these parts, that every time the Little League World Series comes around on ESPN, he just starts to spit disdain and that hot fire. Why do you hate it so much? I just really don't like the Little League World Series, man. It's not interesting at all to me. I just, like, I'm going to need you to elaborate. All right. Because yeah. that's not enough. They're children. It's, yeah. the, it's for the children, you know? And yeah. they play baseball, and they actually play pretty well. Yeah, every, so no, what's every now and the then. Problem? I, every Good, now and then. So I, like, why do you hate it? <laughs> every now and then I'll see a kid make a nice play, and I'm like, oh, okay, that was nice. Okay, Whatever, there it is. Know. Yeah, but with the your condescension, that's how you say it. Yeah. Because it's become a yearly thing. Yes. Around this time, we always get this fucking text from you saying, <laughs> get this fucking shit off of my TV. You know, you want to know what it really is? You want to know? Jealousy? No, no, no. Wait, dude, I'll that tell you, you weren't a prodigy? Really? No, no, no. I, I, what it really is is that. I just don't give a shit about other people's kids, bro. <laughs> what the fuck does that have to do with anything? I know exactly what it has to do with it. Leave the kids alone, man. Let them play baseball. No. Let them eat cake. Hello, everybody. Hello, Dr. Nick. <laughs> I don't know what, what you're saying right now. That's one of the Simpsons, bro. Was I in Cuba? Was I in Cuba for that? Some of it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, today is Wednesday, August 16th. A little bit. 2017. Kind of. And we are Lemon City Live. Yeah. My name is Enrique, but they call me Hipster Rick. Hip, 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 hipster. Your name is Gus, but they call you Producer. And producer today, Fun Gus. Producer Fun Gus. On you, bro. Find the right keys and then I'll fucking mention your name. <laughs> today we are Sans Edwin, otherwise known as. Ed Luz. And? Uh, fresh. And? Larry Fresh. I don't know. He has other names? Yeah, bro. He's, he's gone through a whole gaggle of them. Fresh! Poutine King. Uh, do you remember Poutine King? Oh, yeah. Poutine King. Yeah. All right. So coming up on today's show, we will get to the matters at hand, most of those including the world of the Miami Marlins. We will discuss soccer slightly because uh, today we just watched the second leg of a full-on massacre. Gus mm -hmm. is wearing the evidence all over his oh, yeah. face and his chest. Those damn philanthropists. What? Huh? Okay. All right. <laughs> what else are we going to get to on today's show, Gus? A little bit of uh, NFL preseason, Dolphins talk. Preseason? Yeah. Practice? Practice? Are we talking about practice? Talking about practice? No. Where do we start? <clears throat> talk, just uh, start with, off with the NFL, man. Okay. In the matters of the NFL, this is funny, actually, because last time we did a show, mm -hmm. we said that there was nothing to mention about the NFL. Nothing interesting, nothing worth talking about. Yeah. And then literally that night, was it that night or the very next morning? It was definitely in the hours following our recording. Yeah, less than 24 hours later. That the fucking news drops like a hammer that Ezekiel Elliott is going to be suspended for the first six games of the season for the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. Like a hammer. Like a big hammer. Thor hammer. Okay. In fully aware that we are dangerously treading being super hacky sports radio show. Uh huh. What does this mean for the Dallas Cowboys, Gus? <laughs> <laughs> Look, to be honest, it doesn't mean shit, man. They got two other backs that have each rushed uh, for a thousand yards in a season, dude. No, we had this conversation. They're not Ezekiel Elliott. Those two are not Ezekiel Elliott. Darren McFadden so what? is. I hate that guy. That's all I can tell you. Okay? <laughs> and any fantasy owner who has ever owned Darren McFadden in the yes. past hates oh, that guy also. Well, that's Especially why you, that's why you hate him. Now, now you sound like Edwin. Dude, if you drafted Ezekiel Elliott. Because you definitely had to draft them top five. Oh, I when last season. If you had no, I mean, if you have one of those oh. early drafts, there are people who draft. Oh, yeah, yeah. this early. Yeah, yeah. If you took Ezekiel Elliott, what the fuck? Oh, you're pissed. Oh, you are pissed. Yeah, that's why I don't understand when people do drafts so early on before the season starts. Yeah, that's super. Stupid. That doesn't make any Especially fucking sense with all to me. these players getting injured. Yeah, I really don't How get dumb it. Dumb is that? However, I will say this: Labor Day weekend, bro. Yeah, Labor Day weekend, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, you get your boys together. You get to drafting, you know, you get to talking a little shit, uh -huh, uh -huh. and then you take your guys. 
Uh, last year, Tom Brady was suspended for the first four games of the season. Lest yes. we forget. Yeah. The Patriots still went 3-1. Mm-hmm. There was the Jimmy Garoppolo debacle. Yeah. He went down during that Dolphins game. You remember? Yes, I do. And then um, there was uh, that, uh, their other quarterback, Jacoby Brissett, mm-hmm. their other quarterback. Yeah. And they went 3-1. Yeah. And they shut out the Texans on Thursday Night Football at Houston. You remember that? I do remember that. Okay. And then Brady comes back, and he does nothing but ball out of control. Mm-hmm. For fantasy purposes for, and, and for NFL purposes, good teams should be able to overcome this. Yeah. The one thing is, I feel, from the two rookies that the Dallas Cowboys had last season, mm-hmm. Dak Prescott and Ezekiel Elliott. Yes. Gun to your head, who is the more reliable one from this point on for the rest of their career? I'm going to go Dak Prescott. Really? Yeah. Shocking. You really did. You really you know, I like, did. Like, I am taken aback right now. Well, that's what I get. Dak shockers. Prescott was a late round pick. Yeah. Or late-ish round pick. Mid-round pick, let's say. Because he was a fourth rounder, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Out of Mississippi State. Nobody expected what he did last year to come over and, and, and just steal that job from under Tony Romo. Essentially force him into an uh, early-ish retirement. Mm-hmm. Ezekiel Elliott was a top five pick. We yeah. knew what Ezekiel Elliott was going to be. He was going to be a crop-top monster out of fucking Ohio yeah, State, yeah. and he was going to ball out of control behind the possibly the best offensive line in the league. Yes. I would say that you put your money on Ezekiel Elliott to be the good one because for all we know, Dak Prescott last year, mm-hmm. that unexpected season that he had was a flash in the pan. It might, might very well be, but they both had the same amount of sample size. Work. So that's what you have to work with. Also, um, there's more of a chance that Zeke will get injured as there is Dak Prescott. True, because of the nature of the position. Exactly. However, I will say this, mm-hmm. and this is what I was getting to by the uh, Patriots comparison. Yeah. The Patriots are more suited to overcome an injury the likes of Tom Brady yeah, because the, of system, mm-hmm. because of coaching, and because of the rest of their team. Yes. Are the Cowboys, particularly if we don't know yet if we can trust Dak Prescott and what we saw last year. Because no, ideally, think, behind yeah. that offensive line, and if you had Zach Prescott, the quarterback that he was last year, mm-hmm. you should be able to overcome the first six games of the season, even in a tough NFC, especially the NFC East. Yeah, Dallas can definitely survive losing Zeke over losing Dak Prescott. If Dak Prescott... If he remains... Is Dak Prescott. Exactly. Yeah. You understand? Yes, yes. One definitely. cannot lack from the other. Yeah. They can survive Zeke if the rest of your offense is suited to be the rest of your offense, mm-hmm. or at least the rest of the offense that it was last year. Mm-hmm. So that, that, that's my biggest concern about this whole thing. Yeah. I'm talking like non-fantasy purposes. I'm <laughs> yeah, like no, fully you, NFL you. purposes for the Dallas Cowboys. If I were, if I were a K- Dallas Cowboys fan, mm-hmm. this is what I'm worried about. That Dak Prescott might not be as consistent as he was last season. That he might show a little sophomore slump. There's all, yeah, or maybe there's, some rookie blue. You usually get that. That we didn't see last season because yeah. he was super consistent and he was super conservative with the ball. Or maybe, fuck it, maybe he flourishes and maybe he turns into that guy. I'm not saying this is unprecedented. The same Tom Brady yeah. that I was just talking about. Was a fucking six-round pick. I'm sure when he took over when he took over for Drew Bledsoe, there were plenty of doubters that said, "There's no way he keeps this going." Yeah, but he did. For there, an entire there's career. always like every couple of years, there's that one QB that is just good right off the bat. Maybe not great, but good, and he becomes great later on. Like there's fucking Russell Wilson that he's maybe, maybe. since he started, he's been good. You know. Now, I mean, the other one is this could be an RG three situation. Oh, well, RG three. I, Injury I still, related? I still maintain that if he, would, if he was a little more sturdy, he would still be starting in Washington. He was a little less stringy? Yeah, bro. Yeah. That guy, man. Less, uh, Mr. Made Mr. Glass. Mr. He's related to Derrick Rose. Or there it is. Yeah. There we go. Uh-huh. Anything else you got? <laughs> Any other hot takes? That's it. Hot <laughs> So that's the news on Zeke. Now, as far as the actual news, we won't do any, you know, reporting here. That's not what we fucking do. I don't give a shit. No. Nah. Uh, you know... Read all about it. Extra, extra, read all about it. You can go online and <laughs> oh, use... I, I didn't wear my Newsy hat today. That's right. Use the, uh, the powers that be to find out all your stuff and get the news on Zeke. It was... I mean, we... He, the guy seemingly has uh, a little bit of a history of aggression here where he keeps having these incidents, the mm-hmm. bar fights, the other things, yeah. the, you know, the uh, domestic uh, issues. So maybe some of the, I have no idea what the NFL... As far as legally, he hasn't been convicted of anything. Yeah. But we know that the NFL cares not about certain things. Exactly. I mean, you look, know? I, I understand the NFL's perspective on this. On, on, um, it's a sign of the times. Yeah. 
you know? Exactly, exactly. Like, they'd rather... The stove is very hot right now yes. on this topic. They would rather overpunish guys that maybe didn't do it than underpunish guys that did do it. And relive the Ray Rice situation all exactly. over Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah, I can understand where they're coming from, man. And if, you know, if you're the guy that gets stuck with a six-game suspension and, it, and you didn't do anything, well, hey, sorry, bro. You know? Yeah, I guess. But, I mean, it does suck. It does if suck. If he is innocent, which I got to tell you, man, I never, I, I'm super innocent until proven guilty. I, I, I go by, yes. you know, I, I want to think the best in people. Yeah. I always do. Mm-hmm. However, it's just, have you ever heard that old adage that's like, okay, you walk out of your house one morning and some guy calls you an asshole. Mm-hmm. All right, fuck it. That guy, he's just an asshole. You know, he, he calls yeah. you an asshole because he's a dick. Yeah. Whatever. But you keep going about your day, and at the end of your day, every single person you encounter has called you an asshole. By the time you get home, like, you're probably an asshole. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. If maybe, maybe he's innocent. Like, where there's smoke, there's fire. Right. Yeah. Maybe he's innocent. Maybe these things don't tend to happen or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, like, no. And I'm not Zeke Elliott, and I don't hold, like, some celebrity status, but these, this shit isn't coming out about me. Yeah. Like, there aren't three or four instances supposedly erroneous, alleged instances of me beating up an entire bar or, you know, whatever. So, I don't know. I, I, I don't want to be irresponsible here and just outlandish. Although, if, but you know if I, mean. I heard that you beat up an entire bar, I would think that was pretty cool. <laughs> you got damn right. I could do it, too. <laughs> I got that Louisville slugger in the back of my car. Yeah. Oh, it's man. For softball purposes. Of course. Right. So... So, yeah, I mean... That's the Zeke... Oh, the other thing. I, I totally forgot about this. What? I, that I, I meant to say, because of, you know, the whole comedic effect of us saying that there was nothing to talk about in the NFL world. All of a sudden, the, the Ezekiel Elliott news drops. Yeah. And then not, uh, not a long time thereafter, mm-hmm. the Sammy Watkins trade drops. Oh, yeah. The Sammy Watkins And the trade. Jordan Matthews trade drops. Big deals. So, Sammy Watkins... Is going from the hashtag Bills Mafia. Uh-huh. What was that tweet you sent us? Oh, man, I don't remember. Some guy went out oh, yeah, and so bought his jersey. Yes. He's like, just got my Sammy Watkins jersey. So yeah. ready for this season. Hashtag yep. Bills Mafia. And an hour later. Bam. <laughs> an Traded hour later, dude. to the fucking, uh, to the Rams. Yeah. To the Los Angeles Rams. Mm-hmm. So, as far as the NFL purposes go, good. Good riddance. Get the think- fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of my division, Sammy Watkins. <laughs> because if he can stay healthy, that guy's a really good receiver. Do you think the Bills gives him a trade, Z's? Who? The Bills. Do they think they give that, that fan a trade jersey? No. Because no. there's teams that have been known to do that. Yeah. Like, sure. oh, you, you just bought this guy's jersey on the day that we traded him? Okay, we'll let you swap it out for somebody else. Maybe. But these are the same fans that videos keep coming out about before the games mm-hmm. on their tailgates. You've seen these things. The Bills what? fan base. What do they do? Them just like jumping off of the trucks and shit and doing all sorts of weird, stupid <laughs> shit. The Bills fan base um, is upstate, probably the most primitive fan base out there. Upstate New York is a weird place, man. Dude, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. If Bon Jovi had his way, he would have moved this team to Toronto years ago. Oh, I mean, they're almost Bought Canadian. that bitch and threw it to Toronto yeah. and saved us all. Anyway, the Bills, the Buffalo Bills, mm-hmm. are in the Dolphins division. They're in yes. the AFC East. AFC East, yeah. As far as that team is no good, as long as that team is no good, uh-huh. I'm happy. So I don't give a shit particularly about the Sammy Watkins trade. Yeah. I saw Sammy Watkins at Clemson. The guy was a fucking beast. Yeah, he's a beast. And I saw Sammy Watkins early on in his career before the injury issues started to amount. Mm-hmm. This guy is a really good fucking receiver if he can stay on the field. And Tyrod Taylor was that dude to get him the ball because he was talented enough. They seem like they have found something with Tyrod Taylor. Yeah. So him going to the St. Louis Rams is good news. For me, football-wise, because I'm a Dolphins fan. Mm-hmm. Now, if you drafted Sammy Watkins, this plummets his fucking value in fantasy. Wait, who's throwing him? Goff? No. Maybe Jared Goff. Yeah, right. Oh, Maybe Jared it. Goff if he can maintain that job. Yeah. You understand? Yeah. This is really bad. So, now, if you're wondering what the actual trade was for Sammy Watkins, and go check it out afterwards. This isn't a fucking news source. But <laughs> I will give you this one. It was Sammy Watkins and the six-round pick next year. Uh-huh. The Bills' six-round pick next year or cornerback EJ Gaines and a second-round pick next year. Okay. So that was the actual deal. Now, on that same day that they trade away their wide receiver, Sammy Watkins, they acquire a wide receiver, Jordan Matthews, from the Eagles. So the Eagles get cornerback 
Ronald Darby or Ronald Darby. All right. From Buffalo in exchange for Jordan Matthews and a 2018 third round pick. Hmm. So, I mean, I don't know. I guess Tyrod Taylor is going to have somebody to throw it to. Yeah. I'm staying the fuck away from anybody there. Yes. Either way, it plummets the value of. And I, the minute it happened, I, you know, I hopped on social media to find out what, what was going on with the trade, especially because it concerned my, my Dolphins division. And it seemed like a bunch of people were complaining about. Uh, it seemed like uh, um, Sammy Watkins, mm-hmm. his actual uh, trade, his, uh, what is that? His uh, draft. Draft day, uh, I don't know, man. What's a, god damn it. I don't even know what you're talking about. What are you trying to say? Like, the actual spot that he is drafted in. Oh, like his. Uh, there's, a, there's a name for it, and yeah. I can't remember right now. Uh, like for fantasy football purposes? Yeah, fantasy football Oh, okay. Like his whatever. draft stock or whatever? Yeah. Well, dude was going in like the, the third round. Yeah. Dude was going in like the third or fourth round. So if you took your third or fourth round pick, that's pretty high. Yeah. So if you wasted your third or fourth round pick on Sammy Watkins, this is bad news for you. Yeah. If you're a. Uh, Sammy Watkins owner, and he's going to the LA Rams yeah. now. Once again, I have no idea why people draft so early. So there you go. Yeah, that's... Well, I mean, usually this isn't what you have to worry about. Injury purposes are the things that you have to worry about. Yeah, but still. Because... This, but this is, this is no bueno. No, it sucks. This for, is really... For him. This is really bad. Now. Yes. We're past the trades. We're past Ezekiel Elliott. Let's talk about the Dolphins real quick. The Dolphins oh. won their season opener last week against yeah. the Atlanta Falcons, yo. Yeah. Not that anybody it's cares. NFC champions. That's right. Atlanta Falcons. Against the NFC champions, Atlanta Falcons. <laughs> now, this team, I'm thinking Super Bowl. I'm not going to front. Oh, yeah? You know what I'm saying? What? Even without Ryan Tannehill. That's it. Miami has the Dolphins, the greatest football team. Unfortunately, since then, our favorite member of Wu-Tang. You know who that is? Raekwon the show. Raekwon. Raekwon. Oh, Lord. Raekwon went down. Yeah. During the game. And it looks like he's done. Yeah, he's so, the a guy who was already supposed to be the middle linebacker for this team mm-hmm. because the Cole Misi experiment has flamed out significantly. Yeah. And has flamed out spectacularly. He went down on his first play as a professional, bro. Cole Misi? No, uh, Raekwon. Yeah. Well, Raekwon the chef, mm-hmm. he went down and. He was already slotted to be the middle linebacker. Cole Misi is still not yet away from the Dolphins, but because of his neck issue, it seems like he's not going to play again this season. Yeah. If you know, he didn't play at all last season, and he was supposed to be the middle linebacker for this team. Raekwon, they have a desperate need at linebacker. Jelani Jenkins is no longer a Miami Dolphin. So Raekwon was slotted to already be. He was their second-round pick out of Ohio State, Yeah. and he was slotted to be the middle linebacker for this team going forward, at least take some of the reps. Now, they did sign Lawrence Timmons in the offseason. That's going to mm-hmm. take some snaps. But, uh, yeah, Raekwon was supposed to be the guy, and he fucking, you know, that's it. He's done. He's out. Yeah. This sucks, man. So no, Okay, so now you've lost Ryan Tannehill, and on that defense that you worked so hard on during the offseason, now this happens. And this news, as of, I want to say yesterday, I received the news, or we received the news. We all got notifications. Yeah. That it seemed that up in Davie and during practice this, uh, this week, Tony Lippett, cornerback Tony Lippett got hurt. Yeah. Somebody who really stepped up last season. Dude, led a team in interceptions. Yeah. Somebody who really stepped up last season. If you know the story of Tony Lippett, it's actually a pretty interesting one. He was mm-hmm. like a fifth-round pick out of Kansas State. He was a wide receiver turned cornerback because he had those skills. Yeah. And even throughout the first couple years of his NFL career, he kept telling the team that he wanted to be a wide receiver. He was a wide receiver. But they believed in his cornerback skills and his mm-hmm. defensive back skills. And last year when uh, everything went wrong, when Byron Maxwell was benched by the coach, yeah. when, uh, you know, the whole, th- the whole experiment was all these cornerbacks that we drafted in the past, Will Davis, uh, Gerard Taylor, all these guys, none of them, you know, ended up being something. Tony Lippert really stepped up, so yeah. this kind of sucks, and it ruins the depth of a defense that was already questionable at best last year. Dude, nothing makes me cringe more than hearing about the tearing of an Achilles. It was his Achilles. It was the Achilles, right? Yeah. Okay, it was the knee Oh, God, dude. Just the thought of that injury. It's tough, man. Uh, so, you know, we keep seeing that Dolphins guys go down. Dude, I, I told you this earlier. They uh, did sign. <laughs> okay, go ahead. I, know, I was joking, but I, I said that uh, all these influx of Japanese people coming to see uh, oh boy. Ichiro oh boy. is the reason why all these Dolphins are dying off. Is that true? I think it's true. It's the waters? Yeah, dangerous waters out there. I told you it was those little uh, plastic things that hold six-packs together. Yeah. <laughs> Can six-pack together. Dude, people. 
People aren't take, cutting them. Take your six-pack little plastic holders and cut them with scissors. Cut them. Save the dolphins. Save the dolphins. Come on, man. Tony Lippett. There's commercials about this on just TV. Just the latest example of why you should do it. Oh. So, Flipper. what now, man? Honestly, I love football season. And I get mm-hmm. amped for it every year. This, but this is disheartening. This was super deflating. This sucks, man. I'm not saying that Tony Lippett was like the key to this fucking team going forward or anything. Yeah. But it just, it's one more little thing. It's like another drop in the bucket. It's just, yeah. you lose your starting quarterback, and now we got this chain-smoking son of a bitch, yeah. Jake Cutler Ridge. <laughs> and now, so our starting middle linebacker goes down, somebody who we were excited to see because he was going to be the new guy, and yeah. we were going to see his career supposedly flourish. Everybody it's was crazy. raving like about worst him. Worst-case scenario for, a, for, a, for training camp. It sucks, dude. Worst-case scenario for it training sucks. camp, man. It's just not cool, and the Dolphins already have that cornerback that they signed. Forgive me, I can't, I can't remember his name right now. I'll look it up right away. Yeah. But he's the guy that's suspended for the first eight games of the season. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about? Yes, yes. He's supposed so, to be pretty – yeah, I, I forget his name too, but, you know, I suck with names anyways. But he's, right. he's supposed to be really good. And, um, yeah, it just sucks, man. Like, it's super deflating and I don't know, man. I don't know what to make of it. I, I was pretty excited going into the season also because of how we finished last season. But I don't know, dude. The defensive back's name is actually T.J. McDonald, and it seems like he plays more of the safety position. But he's, oh, okay. right, he's uh, suspended for the first eight games of the season. So this just lessens the depth back there in the defensive backfield, mm-hmm. an area that we're already lacking in. Yeah. And this is as, well, I don't, you know, I just told you about the Bills, and it's not like the Jets have a, a whole pack of wide receivers out there. But the Patriots do, and the Patriots just signed Brandon Cooks. There are guys that we need to defend against, and we we got a pretty solid schedule this season. So, yeah, they're gonna need that defense. Yeah, the man. Dolphins I mean, we got yeah. The Dolphins actually the schedule is harder this season than it was last season. Of course, because because uh, we did so well. So, right. Yeah. And that's how the NFL makes their schedule. Exactly. But whatever, we'll see how things go. Hopefully, they get some breaks here and there. I'm still watching. Yeah. More uh, excited for the Canes this season. Though. Oh, the Canes. Oof. Yeah. Think about it. Yeah, dude. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I just hope they get their, their QB situation figured out. I want to say they were, I read this article not too long ago, they were 18th on the coaches' poll before the season. Yeah. So we'll see what the AP oh, wow. says. But They start uh, off ranked. That'll be the yeah, first time they start off ranked well, in a few seasons. Well, they'll definitely start the season off ranked because yeah. they had such a decent season last year yeah. and they won their bowl game mm-hmm. coming into the season. It just, the, the quarterback situation is a little bit sketchy still. Yeah. Looks I, like maybe Nikosi Perry is going to win the job, but mm-hmm. we'll see. I'm super we'll excited see, man. for that, man. Yeah. September 2nd, 12:30 against Bethune Cookman at home. Oh, yeah, the good thing is that they have a couple throwaway games before their actual before their well, I think the Florida one, State Bethune Cookman, yeah. Yeah. But all right, so moving on. Yes. Uh real quick just to finish off NFL. Yes. Uh Roberto Aguayo, kicker oh, for Tampa Bay. Yeah, Roberto. He met that voodoo woman named Phyllis, bro. <laughs> and that was it. That was the end of him. That was the end of him, Ciao, man. Ciao, Roberto. He put a spell on him. Roboito. Dude, how about Tampa Bay wasting a second-round pick on a kicker that wasting, didn't even work out? Wasting is tough. No, I bro. mean, when you talk about these things... You don't use a second-round pick on I a wanna kicker, I want to say man. the Jacksonville Jaguars once spent a third-round pick on a kicker. I know for a fact that the Oakland Raiders, mm-hmm. Sebastian Janikowski was a first-round pick. Yeah, and that worked out. Also out of FSU. I don't know that it worked out. I mean, well, yes, no, the guy a, has a been awesome, no. but a first-round pick? Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Any yeah, round pick. Round. I remember a couple years back, the <sighs> Dolphins... Drafted Caleb Sturges out of Florida, the Florida Gators. Yeah. He was a kicker, and that was in the fifth round. And I'm like, a fucking kicker in the fifth round? you got to be kidding me. <laughs> but it was supposedly because they didn't have a six-round pick or a seven-round pick or something like that, and they thought he wasn't going to be on the board, and they really wanted him. Yeah. That was the same season that they were trying to get rid of uh, old uh, Goldilocks. Remember? Dan Carpenter? Oh, yeah, Dan Carpenter. Right. So that, that didn't result in anything for fucking Caleb Sturges. They traded Dan Carpenter right after I met him. This is, I, have, I have bad luck with Dolphins. You're clearly cursed. Every time you I, are that guy that bought the Bills Sammy Watkins jersey. Yeah, yeah. Every time right? I get every time I get a Dolphins jersey, like the next season, that guy's gone. That ain't right, bro. That's why I don't get any Dolphins jerseys. That's why you got anymore. a Yarmir Yager jersey, and now he's gone. I didn't get a Yarmir you know Yager jersey. I did. I did. Fuck. Ah. Nah, I still wanted that sh- the shit out of that jersey. I still want it. Hell yeah, dude. Shit's there are some awesome. guys who are just legends. Yeah, man. You know, it doesn't matter. Yeah. But, for example, I have a Giancarlo Stanton jersey. I think if John, no matter what happens, no matter what happens, you want to have owned that jersey. That's true. That's because true. he was a great Marlin. Yeah. Like if you have a Sheffield jersey, awesome. Oh yeah. If you have a Cabrera jersey, awesome. Mm-hmm. Though the rest of his career was with the Tigers, you have that Marlins Cabrera jersey. That's, yeah. It's still a pretty cool jersey. Yeah, that's true. You know, that it's not like true. buying like a Hanley Ramirez. Oh, <laughs> fucking guy. <laughs> a Miami Marlins Hanley Ramirez, or like a Jose Reyes. Mm. 
Oh no, that's that's a waste of money. Plenty of people owning that. Why? Yeah, that was rough. Yeah. Anyway, that was a rough two months. <laughs> yeah. Or Heath Bell. Ooh, you're on that Heath Taco oh. Bell jersey. Did any? Did, did you ever see anybody with a Heath Bell jersey? I think they had a giveaway one year. Oh, I'm shit. not gonna lie. That one year, that first year, I think they had like a giveaway where it was yeah. like Heath Bell jersey day, and they gave like you know one of those cheap knockoff jerseys on yeah. Sundays for like whatever. Was that after he was I gone? Think they gave him away or something? No, no, no. no. It was during it was, his tenure. Yeah, of course, oh, during his time. Dude, we were super excited about this guy. Yeah, it was I a know. Three-year, twenty-one million dollar deal. Yep. That is a lot of fucking money for a closer. Yeah. That is seven million dollars a year for a closer who mm-hmm. was like an all-star with the San Diego Padres, and he had been was it San Diego? If I'm not mistaken, wasn't it Dodgers? And no, not the Dodgers. Oh. Uh, and he stunk it up. And he was an all-star, and he was a big guy, and everybody was super excited, and he was so exciting coming onto the mound, and he had this bigger than life personality, mm-hmm. and then he just started getting racked. Yeah. And then he started talking shit. What a year that was, dude. 2012. Between yeah, the big signings, between Ozzy Guillen loving Fidel Castro, oh, God. between Heat Taco Bell, what that a was fucking disaster dumpster of a season, fire, dude. Man. So Holy bad. Holy shit. It was incredible. Anyways, speaking of Marlins. Yeah. <laughs> That's how we segue around these parts. That's how we, I don't even know how we got to this point. Anyways. I own a John Carlos Uh, Everybody, bring out your fucking pots and pans because... La Carreta, Lori, right now. Oh, yeah, let's go. Bird in 87. Loria you know. has agreed to sell... The team. That's right. To Jeter, Jordan, and a bunch of other rich guys. La Carreta, for sure. Let's do it. Uh, the main guy in the, uh, in the sale, uh-huh. the main guy in the sale is, has apparently... You forgot his name, huh? What are you, me? Yeah. Anyways, uh, I know that the, every time that there's a sale to a new team, they designate one guy to be like the... the the head of the whole organization, right? So it's not Jeter, which is what he wanted, but this guy that you're looking up right now is going, right, to, right. Is, is going to be is going to let Jeter handle all baseball and business operations while still maintaining his head of the organization status for the team. Well, the most interesting thing about this is that Derek Jeter only put in $25 million of his own money. There's a yeah. team who just went for $1.2 billion. Yeah. Jeter just put in... $25 million of his own money. I'm not saying that Jeter has all that much to put in, and I'm not downplaying the $25 million sum. Still a lot of money. But it means nothing here yeah. in the grand scheme of things. Yet somehow, he has been able to coerce this guy, just mm-hmm. like he got all those starlets to crawl into bed with him and then gave him a gift basket, to give him full control of the business operations of the yeah. team and the baseball operations of the team. Yeah. I don't know how big a fucking fanboy this guy is to give Jeter everything that he asked for. But what the fuck, my friend? $25 million you put in, you get full control. I wonder how much Jordan put in. I don't know. But Jordan does seem to have that relationship with Derek Jeter. Derek Jeter was like the pioneer of the uh, baseball Jordan brand. Yeah. And, I mean, I I don't know. But apparently that that last little bit of money that they were – because the reports, the alleged reports, Mm -hmm. or the reports alleging – the sale of the team were always that the Jeb Bush group, the team uh, uh, headlined, let's yeah. say, right, by Jeb Bush because he wasn't the biggest investor, much like Derek Jeter is in, mm-hmm. in this one. The team headlined by Jeb Bush was the one that had all the money but was not willing to pay the one point, the reported $1.3 million sales price that Gloria had slapped on this team. Exactly. Especially after that Forbes report valued the team like that. What was it? I think it was seven something or eight, eight something, nine something, maybe at most. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, whatever. I it think was, it was 900. But yeah. we know that these things, much like the, the Clippers owner mm-hmm. paying $2 billion for the Clippers just to do away with it, you're worth as much as somebody's willing to pay for you. Yeah. So apparently the Jeb Bush group was not willing to go up to the $1.3 million asking price. And while Derek Jeter was and his group, they didn't have the funds to do it. Exactly. So they wanted like a whole fucking group of investors. Mm-hmm. And it ended up being like 16 of these motherfuckers to put yeah. the money together. And reportedly, they've reached a deal. Rob Manfred has come out and said it. Laurie has come out and said it. Everything is reported. Yeah. Not all the paperwork just needs to get done. Exactly. Because the sale seems like it's going to go through as soon as the season's over. Yeah. For the $1.2 million sum that was agreed upon. And one of those investors that apparently, when they started just picking up the phone and fucking calling everybody, was Michael Jordan. Yes. So there you go. Michael Jordan, part owner of your Miami Marlins. How you know, do you, feel you about know that? what this reminds me of? When uh, Turtle is trying to start that tequila company with that guy. And uh, he just starts calling all his celebrity friends. It's called to get Avion. Avion, yeah. Tequila? Yeah. It's an actual tequila. <laughs> An entourage? Yeah, hell yeah. 
Oh, that was. Started calling Mark Cuban and shit. Oh, he called there. He called Mark Cuban. He called fucking Puff Daddy. Yeah. I think he called Derek Jeter. <laughs> Did he call Derek Jeter? I think no, so. No, he called Mark Teixeira. Oh, he called Mark Teixeira. Mark Teixeira. Teixeira. That's, that's right. Because right, right. he's a big Yankees guy. Oh, that was so funny. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, who who is this guy? Do you have do you have the name yet? Did you find it? No. Uh, I want to say his name is Bruce Sherman. Let's see. I think that's Let's right. see. I'm reading verbatim from foxbusiness.com. I think you're right. Okay? Yes. On Tuesday evening, uh, business that the Jeter Investment Group, which includes a large financial commitment from Wall Street money manager Bruce Sherman, has met all its disclosure obligations. So there you go. Yeah. And apparently Bruce Sherman has agreed that mm-hmm. Jeter will run all things. Exactly. Now, we don't know what Jeter will be. We knew what he was as a player yeah. and how he conducts himself as a business person and a professional. Mm-hmm. But we don't know what he's going to be like as a front office member or as a, uh, an executive. Exactly. However, right now, mm-hmm. the waters down here are so contaminated with the Loria stench oh, yeah. that anything is better than Loria. Of course. So we'll take it. Yeah. And we don't give a fuck. Of course. And like, these guys, they put a lot of money into this. I'm, it looks like they want to win. Like They want to build a good organization. And Jeter's not going to stand behind some Honestly, shit. Honestly, who you know buys I mean? a team not to? Is this fucking major leagues? Like, are we trying to move to yes. Miami? We're already here. So, <laughs> like, Loria does that, dude. That's he buys a team saying. on the cheap so he can sell it later for you know, a lot so of two, money, man. 2003, that's the problem. This guy that's ruined problem. two fucking this is, organizations. This is business. This is business. And much like... Now, I understand that the Lakers have what the Lakers have. They built an entire you know, fucking empire over there. Yeah. But that is the bus's business. Yeah. It's not Steven Ross, Mm -hmm. who was a mogul in the business world and then bought a team. Exactly. Who has all this money to do the new renovations that you went to check out the other day at the new fucking Hard Rock Stadium. Yes. It's not (laughs) Mickey Arison, who owns an entire Carnival Cruise Line Mm -hmm. and then buys a little toy in the American Airlines (laughs) arena. Is that what I'm saying? Yeah. So, Loria is a fucking asshole who sells paintings for a living. And when those aren't available, then he decides to cash out in his ATM built in Little Havana. Mm-hmm. So this is a problem. And it has been a problem for a long time. Yeah. As soon as he took over the team, we won the 2003 World Series. And I will give this to him. He was no Wayne Huizenga. He mm-hmm. didn't sell right away. They tried to make it work in 2004. Yeah. They tried to make it work in 2005, bringing in even big name guys like Carlos Delgado. But it didn't work. Or Paulo Duca at the time to replace Ivan Rodriguez, who was only here for the 2003 season. Yeah. It didn't work. And then they started selling off. And then the Miguel Cabrera thing happened, and then oh, the 2012 debacle when we changed when we changed to the Miami Marlins. He mm-hmm. promised all this money to. It's just, it's it's done. It's run its course. Yeah, you understand. And I don't know what Loria is going to do from here, because after the Montreal Expos and after this, mm-hmm. I don't know where he can go. I mean, the, mo- yeah. baseball is not going to. I don't think any professional sports, except for maybe like, fucking soccer. He will now how will give him a professional all team. All this money. And, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Because this is reportedly a guy who really likes baseball. One yeah. of his biggest things was how involved he got, perhaps too involved, definitely not perhaps, definitely too involved yeah. with the front office dealings of the Miami Marlins. Oh, yeah. And how many strings he was pulling. He was the one that signed off on Heath Bell getting all that money. He was the one mm-hmm. that signed off on Hanley Ramirez getting all that money. He, he does these things. And maybe they're not the best for the team. Whatever. He's fucking gone. I, I just, like... Well, let's hope. Let's hope that none of the, that all of this goes off without a hitch. Yeah, seriously. For the rest of the season, and then because with our luck, mm-hmm. but for the rest of the season, and then we're fine. Because I just want to see this team move forward. Yeah. And hopefully, it doesn't get burned to ashes. To then build from the ground mm-hmm. before that happens. Yeah. Because this team has some really good pieces and some guys that I would love to see flourish for the rest of their career. Exactly. Namely. Yeah. Yelich. Giancarlo, of course. <laughs> uh, yeah, of but course. you know, Kirsten Yelich is my favorite, my favorite player your, on the morning. That's your boy. That's yeah. my fucking, that flacco, bro. Yeah. That little skinny son of a bitch is my guy, bro. He looks <laughs> like a broomstick out there. And Ozuna, of course. Mm-hmm. These are all guys who are relatively young. Real Muto, yeah. possibly the best young catcher wow. in the game. Yeah, that guy's awesome, man. I love that guy, yeah, man. man. Can play first, can mm-hmm. play catcher. He's just an athletic freak. Yeah. When have you heard about this? Uh, a catcher who can play, who can fill in and play first for you. That's crazy. He's just, or, I, I mean, well, that's happened before, but I mean hit first. That's what I meant to say. Oh, like leadoff? He can bat leadoff. Man. Yeah, yeah. I love this guy. I love Ramuto. And this team has a lot of talent, right? Uh, you have the young talents of a guy like D. Gordon, who's still relatively young. Yeah. Justin Bohr is mm-hmm. finally flourishing this season before the injury came about. Yeah. And our infield is actually decimated. We have no Martin Prado. Echeverria was traded away, and the guy that replaced him, JT Riddle, is now on the uh, out for the rest of the season. Yeah. And somehow we're still winning games. Right. It's crazy. Without pitching. 
without because pitching. Because the big free agent acquisition that was supposed to be Edison Volquez, mm-hmm. apart from like four good starts and that no-hitter that he had, that yeah. Edwin happened to be at the stadium for. Yeah. <laughs> that guy's done. He's out for the season. It's crazy, man. So many injuries. Uh, Jeff Locke was another guy. We signed this lefty pitcher from the Pirates. He pitched a few games, and then he was down. Tom mm-hmm. Kohler has been inconsistent. Jose Arrange is probably the, the most consistent thing about this uh, rotation. And he was out of options at spring training, which is the reason why he was kept on the bullpen and then brought up from the bullpen to fill in a rotation spot when we didn't have one. Yeah. Dan Straley was the only good trade that uh, resulted in something, and even his been, he's been shaky at times this season. Yeah. Uh, Adam Conley had to be sent down to the minor leagues. Uh, Tom Kohler had to be sent down to the minor leagues. Mm-hmm. This team is struggling. Vance Worley was signed halfway through the season. The rotation struggles. And then the bullpen hasn't been what it was supposed to be. This was supposed to be a shutdown bullpen. That was what they, they focused their offseason on. Yeah. And then it wasn't. And then a couple uh, pieces were traded away. David Phelps was traded away. A.J. Ramos was traded away. So um, let me ask you, how do they rebuild this pitching squad? Honestly, you hope that some of the younger arms that you have in mm-hmm. the uh, – we have this – we have this dude, Tom Kolek. He was yeah. the first. He was a top five pick a few years back. He was just a, a, a fireballer. Yeah. But uh, Tommy John surgery really set him back. He was in the mm-hmm. minor leagues, and he was signed straight out of high school. We have this other lefty who was supposed to be like one of these crafty lefties, top of the rotation type of guy. Maybe yeah. not your ace, but maybe like a second. Uh, damn it! Why do I forget his name right now? I want to say his name is Braxton Garrett, something like that. Okay. And that sounds uh, familiar. He's a crafty lefty. That was, so some of these guys, hopefully. Just like JT Realmuto. Mm-hmm. Maybe we saw JT Realmuto coming up, yeah. but we didn't think that he was going to replace JT Saltalamacchio as soon as he did. Yeah. And we didn't think that he was going to... Did I say JT Saltalamacchio? You did. <laughs> I meant Jared Saltalamacchio. That he was going to replace him as soon as he did. And we didn't know that he was going to be this good. There are always guys. This is baseball. Yeah. This isn't basketball where few, few talents surprise you. You yeah. know, usually in basketball, the, the scouting is pretty dead on. Yeah. Football and baseball, it's a fucking crapshoot. Oh, yeah. Undrafted free agents it's crazy. become awesome. Uh, mm-hmm. Late-round picks become awesome. So baseball, hopefully there's some guy in the minor league system right now. You hope for this. Yeah. With an arm, you're never going to replace Jose Fernandez. That guy was once-in-a-generation no. type shit. Yeah, man. But hopefully there's somebody in the, in the organization, in the farm system, that can step up and fill a nice rotation spot for you. And then, unfortunately, in today's day and age, and you know I don't like spending money on pitchers, mm-hmm. but you got to. Yeah. It's all you got. Yeah. It's all you got. Now, a lot of these guys that stay with their team or whatever, and if you want to sign them as a free agent, you got to, you got to really overspend, and it never turns out well for anybody. Mm-hmm. Look at David Price right now. But they're going to have to do something. And yeah. if this ownership group is really committed to winning, and that's what they're going to have to do because this is baseball. Welcome to baseball. Yeah, the man. Los Angeles Dodgers are the best team in the entire fucking league, and it's yeah. no coincidence that they have the biggest payroll. Yeah, and the best so pitching, yeah. Let's let's just be real. The Yankees and won of those World Series, and everybody said they bought those World Series. Yeah. This is baseball. This is yeah. why you're in a non-cap sport, fair play or otherwise. This exactly. is what you got. This is the game you got to play. Yeah. Now l- let me talk about Stanton for a little bit. He's been on a he's been on a crazy run lately. Uh, before today's game, he he was he hit uh, home runs in 11 out of the 12 past games. It's crazy. He's 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 going on a, some crazy run. He's on pace to hit like 60 home runs, and it, which is will be the first player to do that since the steroid era, right? Which is pretty crazy to think about. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. so a lot of people are saying uh, the easiest way to to build up this Marlins pitching squad would be to trade away Stanton for a, a King's ransom. For a, yeah, for a bunch of good pitching. Now, what worries me about that is that you're not guaranteed to get good pitching from somebody's uh, uh, farm system or wherever. That's correct. You know, like like when we traded like when we traded Miggy. This this has happened before. Yeah. This has happened before. It's it's scary. Like we, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. And but you're never gonna get what you're going to get for Stanton as right now. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking to you, Andrew Miller. Andrew Fuck Miller. you. Okay. <laughs> fuck you, man. And fuck you, Cameron Mabin. Uh, All least, of you motherfuckers. At least Cameron Mabin still starting somewhere. Also, in that 2012 Miami Marlins trade. Well, we traded again with the Tigers mm-hmm. because Dave Dombrowski is a repeat offender. Yeah, for He real. is a known Marlins fucker. Yeah. Okay? Sodomizer <laughs> of Marlins assholes. Uh-huh. He partakes in BCL. <laughs> Dave Dombrowski does. <laughs> this son of a fucking bitch traded with us again, and we were supposed to get a top pitching prospect once again. His name was Jacob Turner. Gus, have you ever even heard this name? I have, but... 
It's because he's not fucking relevant. It's not relevant, no. This guy sucks. Last I heard, he was on the Cubs bullpen, and barely that. He's yeah. an embarrassment to baseball and everybody else. <laughs> it was Jacob Turner and Rob Bradley. Those were the big pieces coming back in that deal from the fucking Tigers. Oh, shit. Fuck you, Dave Dombrowski. Oh, Sodomy man. is illegal. It is. It's illegal. That's true. Even with Astroglide. We should prosecute. You know what I'm Even saying? with Astroglide. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Should prosecute that guy. Somebody. Come on. Yes. State, uh, Find him. He's in Boston now. Florida. State attorney. Go. Or Toronto? Where the fuck is he? I don't know. I don't know. Who cares? Anyway, so. Which is interesting because Stanton passed waivers today. So, you know, kind of did. He did. Yeah, his contract did. cleared waivers. Now yeah. it's still a humongous contract. Oh, yeah. If you don't know the details on Stanton's contract, it's 13 for one, for 325. 13 yeah. years, $325 million. A full no trade clause, but it's very backloaded. Mm-hmm. Like, I believe starting uh, next year or the year after that, he's going to start making like 25 to $30 million a year. Yeah. It's out of fucking control. And he has one single opt out in the year 2020. Yeah. In the year 2020, he has the one singular opt-out. Apart from that, he's got his full no-trade clause. So, I mean, we'll see what happens, but he can, he, of course, he's free to waive it. The Marlins are free to deal with anybody and then bring that offer to Giancarlo Stanton and say, exactly. would you waive your no-trade clause for this? That's exactly. how that works. Exactly. Which, I don't know. Uh, you, were men- you were mentioning earlier that he just bought some property, which usually is kind of a good indicator, but not always. But yeah, I mean, whatever. You know. It's not like plenty of guys around the league don't own homes in Miami. Exactly. So he can totally keep it. Exactly. But the guy seems to love it here. Loves the, the who lifestyle. Wouldn't? Who wouldn't? Of course. What's not to fucking love? Yeah. The guy bought the penthouse. He bought, uh, you know, he's got, the, he's got the Miami Skyline arm sleeve mm-hmm. that he rocks on every game now. The guy seems to love it here. He's the face of Miami. He's become one of the faces of baseball while being a Miami Marlin. Yeah. That is not something a lot of people can say. But mm-hmm. he is just... Larger than life. And he... he you the can guy tell, is a 6'6", 250-pound Adonis. Yeah. You can tell he gener- generally or genuinely loves the fans. Like, he interacts with the fans, you know, when, when, whether it's on TV or whatever. You can tell he has fun with it, man. He likes being here. But we'll see. And uh, with Jordan being the new... One of the new owners, wouldn't it be sweet to see some Jordan gear oh, on those Marlins? If to he, see Stanton being the poster boy. can totally be the poster boy of the Jordan brand for baseball. He is just like, I mean, first of all, the guy can rock anything. Yeah. Because he's fucking awesome. Yeah. But he's just, he, he, he can just play the part of like the Jordan. Oh, it would be yeah. so cool to watch. So nice, man. Yeah. All right. Well, um. Oh, it. also. Uh-huh. One more thing. I'd, I'd be. Uh, Dale. Yeah. Uh, the Stanton thing. It has, uh, he's been on the record to saying that his magic number for the season would be 62. Ooh. If, right. Roger, so, Roger Maris? Correct. If you're unfamiliar with such things, then maybe you shouldn't be listening to this. But <laughs> uh, Babe Ruth, of course, had the record for the longest time, 60 home runs. And then Roger Maris, a fellow Yankee, mm-hmm. many, many years later, comes and hits 61. That was the record that was broken in 1998 by Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa. Sammy Sosa would go on to have like four seasons of 60-plus home runs. Yeah. And Mark McGuire, of course, in 98 had 70, only to three years later in 2001 by Barry Bonds be broken with a new single-season record of 73. Yeah. However, that asterisk mm-hmm. that officially... Baseball and the Hall of Fame have refused to place on any of these records, but unofficially, everybody still talks about. Those are considered to be tampered numbers. Those are considered to be contaminated. So yeah. to a lot of people, because of steroids, and a lot have been on the record to saying this. I remember Chris Davis a few years back when he was really hot with the Orioles mm-hmm. and he was chasing big home run numbers. Jose Bautista. A lot of these guys have, have gotten close. Ryan Howard once hit 58 home runs in a season. Yeah. A lot of these guys have been close and they, of course, 73 seems like an insurmountable number. Yeah. So it would behoove Stanton to say that the real home run record is 61, of yeah. course. That would be in his best interest. <laughs> but he has said this. It seems like he is partial to the fact that 61. Now, if anybody looks like they take steroids in baseball, it's Stanton. But I have to say, the guy has looked like this since he was 19 and came up. Yeah. He's he just has. a fucking freak like, of a genetic no, human being. Yeah, there's, there's no like visual change. Dude, if, if that guy's always. not getting tested in the middle of the third inning, then I don't know who is. But... Yeah, he's just always been like this, and he's a freak. I read a, a report a few years back that he single-handedly changed the entire health and food structure of the Miami Marlins. Like he required mm-hmm. so many more healthy meals and stuff. Like it's not oh, just wow. your simple buffet that had like fucking sandwiches and all this yeah. kind of shit. The guy has like healthy, organic choices. He eats the grilled chicken. He eats all that shit. Of yeah. course, I mean, look at him. The guy's yeah. got like three percent body fat. But he he's always been that guy. His workouts are legendary. His off-season work so. Mm-hmm. And he's always he's always been a home run hitter, but this year more more so. 
Well, that's because and his it, hitting has gotten better. That's yes. the problem. Yeah, his batting average is up. He, he switched up his that's batting it. stance. That's it. Like, so wait, apparently remember, the batting stance has really helped. He's, he's yeah. a little bit more uh, uh, closed off now than he was before. He was really open. Yes, and that, that one pitch that would, that, all, that would always trick him, that we wasn't able to hit ever, what yeah. was it? like? The down and away slider. Yeah, the down and away slider. He's now a he's a sucker for that shit. Not anymore. He's laying off of it. Yeah. That's the problem. He's waiting for strikes. He's waiting for his pitch. As a, as a pitch, like the pitcher always has the advantage. There's a reason why good hitters, are, 300 hitters are considered good hitters. That's yeah. 30 out of 70. <laughs> exactly. So the pitcher will always have the advantage in baseball. Yeah. But the hitter goes out there guessing. It's 60 feet, and that mm -hmm. ball is coming at you at 95 miles an hour. Yeah. That fucker has the advantage because if he decides to take a little bit off, then you're fooled and you look like an asshole. Yeah. You go up there guessing. You're looking for the slider, you look for the slider. The problem is to get a good one, one mm -hmm. that's on the plate and one that you can make contact on. And Stan has gotten a lot better at doing that. Yeah. So, being that he's a humongous man, if he makes more contact, it's going to result in more home runs. Mm -hmm. He's just a really powerful guy. It's simple. Exactly. Like exactly. Yeah, look, well, I don't know, man. I just know that the Miami Marlins, since 2003, haven't made the fucking playoffs. And we haven't had a lot of shit to root for. There have been a couple seasons where we've been close, maybe in the wild card run or something like that. Yeah. And Miggy had those awesome years. And Dee Gordon and Hanley Ramirez have been uh, silver sluggers and all this shit. Yeah. But this is probably one of the coolest things I've had to root for in a very long time as a Miami Marlins fan. Yeah, dude. You know what I'm saying? Oh, of course. And I don't want anybody taking this shit away from me. Yeah. So don't fucking trade Stan. <laughs> I yeah, own his seriously. jersey, so does my son. Seriously, man. That'll, just, that'll, that'll put a damper on, on Marlins fans even yeah, more than... It's one of the craziest 20, uh, 35 game stretches. And in, in, uh, I was reading earlier today, uh, uh -huh. he's had like 25 home runs in the last 33 games, 35 games, something That's like amazing, that. amazing, bro. It's just like one of the craziest stretches. Shit that only Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa can compare to. Yeah. And those guys, you know, they were juicing through their eyeballs. Exactly. So. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, uh, speaking of monsters, mon monster athletes, oh. monster dogs. <laughs> speaking of monster athletes, there's a report that uh, LeBron James is going to leave the Cleveland Cavaliers after the season. For sure, done deal. Yeah, yeah, as far as the NBA talk, there's not much to talk about. But this Kyrie <laughs> Irving uh, thing slash David Griffin, yeah. the general manager leaving, the whole thing has been stirred. The pot has been stirred in Cleveland. Yeah. Now, reportedly, uh, Dan Gilbert said that he was going to deliver a championship, and, of mm -hmm. course, he finally did mm -hmm. by bringing back LeBron James. They finally beat the Warriors. That was bullshit, but it happened. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Uh, now he, it, it seems like he's playing with house money now, Dan Gilbert. Because at least he accomplished that. I'm not saying that the fans are going to be forgiving if all of a sudden this team goes to shit. No. But oh, it's Cleveland fans he, are talking about. I don't know, man. There's something. There's a little bit of a shift. We all considered that LeBron was the man, the guy pulling the strings, making all the decisions. And now it's felt like a little bit of a switch. He fired David Griffin. Mm -hmm. uh, he, you know, he's gotten rid of some players. He, uh, now this whole Kyrie Irving thing, reportedly he wants to be traded. So I don't, I don't know what's going on here. LeBron James. He kept signing those one-year deals and then including that three-year deal with the two-year opt-out. That's the one he's currently in. Yeah. So he's a free agent after next season if he opts out. Mm -hmm. the, the, the stirrings have changed the things a bit in the Cavaliers. Yeah. I maintain that whatever team LeBron James is in is going to be, if it's in the East, is yeah. going to be going to the NBA Finals. Exactly. So LeBron still holds most of the power, but something's happening here. And I, I mean, would you be surprised if LeBron left? No, not at all. I don't think so. Not at all. I think like this whole thing is being set up that way. Mm -hmm. Where would he go, though? Oh, I have no fucking idea. That's odd. But I told you, yeah. it would behoove him, mm -hmm. and I feel like I've been using that word a lot today, yeah. to stay in the East. Of course. What are you going to do in the West? The West is loaded. The However, is super loaded. I really thought, and I've talked about this, I believe I've talked about this on the show before, yeah. that if the Rockets were able to lure Carmelo Anthony the way that it was discussed uh -huh. with Chris Paul and James Harden there, yeah. especially because Chris Paul and the, the personal relationship that he has with Chris Paul and Carmelo Anthony, they're yeah. some of his best friends, I really thought that, that was a possibility for him. Yeah, I mean, if yeah, because it would make sense, and, no? And the Rockets and Carmelo are still in the talks. It's always been reported that those guys want to play together. Yeah, yeah, they still want to play together. Yeah, and not not only that, uh, Dwayne Wade and the Chicago Bulls are working on a buyout right Ooh, now too. How about that? How about so that? How, so how about what? How uh, about that? Uh, man, you, you know can't what I'm just saying? Like I'm that. sorry, I can't put you on the spot like this. But of course, Dwayne Wade when he left the Miami Heat. Catch me outside. How about that? Okay, thank you, Gus. <laughs> Better late than never. Uh, Dwayne exactly. Wade, when he left the Miami Heat, he signed that two-year deal with the Chicago Bulls. Yeah. But that two-year deal had a one-year opt-out. Yes. He opted in not too long ago. Yeah. And, of course, of course $20 they million have dollars, since traded man. Jimmy Butler. They have since gotten rid of Rajon Rondo. Mm -hmm. The whole thing, it's clear that the Chicago Bulls are in a full rebuild. Yes. And that this Dwayne Wade contract is a thorn on their side now. Yeah, yeah. Because it's taking up a lot of cap space, and it's room. He's taking up a spot that other players could be... 
whatever they, they need to be doing in this rebuild, Dwayne Wade is in the way. Yeah. So they, he is owed $23.8 million. That's what he opted into Ooh. for 2017. That's nice. 2017 slash 2018, of course. That's nice. And now, reportedly, they're working on a buyout, which isn't completely unexpected. Mm-hmm. We thought that this might be coming, but that is a lot of money for him to opt. We knew he wasn't going to give up that money. No, of course. Who would? He opted in, and, and now the Chicago Bulls are left to deal with this. This is probably their only option. Yeah. Apart from training from him, and I don't know what other teams are willing to give you for Dwayne Wade. No. So... And Dwayne Wade seems to be, uh, he seems to be upset about his 2K18 rating. Yeah, isn't everybody. <laughs> what about Hassan Whiteside, though? Oh, Whiteside so, wants a way to come back here. That's right. So that Bleacher Report comes out. I showed you the, yeah. the tweet. Yeah, yeah. With the gift, bro. Hassan Whiteside is, like, the best on social media. He is, man. I love that guy. So, yeah, he wants him to return. Of course he does. Who doesn't? He's come, like, come back home, D-Wade. He's a king millennial. Come back Hassan to Poppy. Hassan Whiteside. Come back to Poppy. Yeah, seriously. There you go. Now, that super team with the, with the you know, with the... The best friends that anybody could have? Uh-huh. <laughs> Carmelo the, the and Chris Paul and, yeah. Uh-huh. Carmelo and Chris Paul and LeBron? Yeah. I told you, Chris Paul and, and Dwayne Wade, they can't play together. That's Who's right. giving up the number three? No, Who I is said, giving up the number three? I said earlier, man, Chris Paul was, was there first. Where? If they joined the Houston. Rockets? Yeah, if they joined the Rockets, he was there first, so he gets a number three. Now, if they go somewhere where Dwayne Wade was there first, then... Dwayne Wade was on this earth first. He was in the league first. He had the number three first. That's true. Let me ask you something. All time, uh huh. Dwayne Wade or Chris Paul? Dwayne Wade. Easy, right? Yeah. Okay, so Dwayne Wade gets the number. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they play one-on-one for it. Fuck Ooh. that guy. No, Chris Paul's getting that 33. That's it. That's, that's, what, that's how it works. <laughs> what did he wear in the Olympics? Oh, fuck. No, but Dwayne Wade didn't wear three. That's right. He wore nine. Uh, or no, eight or something He wore like that. six. Six, was it? Okay. Because it was Jordan's number. Ah. Jordan Olympic. No, no. Six was LeBron James. I'm sorry. He did wear nine because yeah, that yeah. was Jordan's Olympic number. Okay. Yeah. And he was Jordan brand at the time, right? Well, and I he, think like Jordan has always been his guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He loved him. But I think also because so. he was Jordan brand at the time. Yeah, yeah. That was before leaning, before the leaning days. Mm-hmm. After the Converse days. After the Remember Converse. Remember the Converse days? Oh, yeah. Oh. Those, those are nice. Early D-Wade, bro. Yeah, man. Love that guy. Yeah. Back when he wore baggy clothing. So that's that. That's really all we got for the NBA. I'm just kind of looking forward for the season to start. Yeah. It's, it's pretty exciting. Um, Heat are still looking good. Yeah. I think they'll make a deep playoff run. Yeah, you seem to think that Bam Adebayo is the, the fucking prodigal son. He is. Watch. Just watch. <laughs> Wham, bam. Thank you, ma'am. I'm going to go. be saying that go. for many years we to got come. A lot of, we got a lot of bams. We oh, yeah. discussed this. <laughs> oh, man. All right. How about some Miami FC, man? Okay. So Miami FC, that's it. Return to prominence. They've turned the season around. Yeah. If we're going to do a little soccer, then Miami yeah. FC returned to prominence. In less than a week. The season's done. How about okay, that, and Miami FC has won it. In, le- <laughs> <laughs> in now, less than a week, they turned it around, dude. Of course they won the spring. And if you've been following Miami FC and the NASL, you know, and if you've been following our recaps online, you know that I've been writing about this. It was no reason to fucking panic. The fall season just started. Everybody just calm down, yep. okay? Everybody just keep your composure. <laughs> it was two games into the fucking fall season. The yeah. loss of Cincinnati in the uh, Lamar Hunt US Open Cup made it seem worse because it just kind of all... It added on to it. Yeah. So you lose to FC Cincinnati, and it's three straight losses. Mm-hmm. You lose uh, first they lost at New York Cosmos, uh, three to one. Yeah. And then they lose to FC Cincinnati and get eliminated from the U.S. Open Cup, mm-hmm. which was of course something that we were hopeful against because we were we would have had a chance to host the the New York Red Bulls. Oh, that game would have been so hype, man. Right. It would have been super cool, and that was. But the... did you see man, Cincinnati, dude? Those motherfuckers pull fans into their stadium. They That's sold they do, out bro. like thirty thousand plus That's people into what that stadium. They do. That's crazy. A second division and it's not tier like, team. That's crazy. And it's not like they don't have anything else. They got the Bengals and shit. You know what I mean? No, but I mean, those seasons aren't going on. But yeah. Wow. That's a, yeah. It's amazing. How about that? Yeah. So then, you know, that was disappointing. And mm-hmm. then, of course, uh, we turn around and we lose again. And that one was against North Carolina. North Carolina. They beat us here at home. And that was a disappointing game because uh, was the, only team we the game beat started to zip. And then they made that late run to tie it at 2-2. And then basically in the last minute, right before the whistle, they yeah. lose. Uh, Miami FC does. And then the shit storm started coming in. And it was a controlled one because if you weren't uh, privy to this, then maybe you, you didn't hear it. But uh, things were getting a little out of control, particularly around the stadium. <laughs> okay? I, these, these, uh, these rumors of, of people wanting Nesta out and this team oh. and the Day Brigade turning their back and the fan base turning their back on, on Nesta almost literally yeah. as he was walking by, yelling obscenities and all this shit. 
Like, just calm the fuck down. Have a little fucking perspective. For the team that just joined the league last year, Ridiculous. just won the fucking spring, is spending a bunch of money, and is only two games into the fall season. Just Ridiculous. fucking relax. Everybody calm the fuck down. But whatever. Miami FC, they played a lot better this past Saturday. They turned it around. Yeah. And to be fair to the team, with, with their three straight losses, they've been suffering from a little bit of an injury bug lately. Uh, right. They, yeah, they lost. Um, they lost. Um, Ronaldo uh, wasn't able to play for them. Now, in yeah. that first game. Mason Trafford is also out. Right. In that first game, they sat Poku uh, for a little bit. He didn't start the game. Yeah. You know? Yeah, they gave him a little rest. So they, they brought they, him in later. Yeah, but, they've been dealing with some shit. Yeah. But, um, yeah, because of that, they've, uh, they've signed two players since, right. since last uh, Well, actually, hold on. Let's week. get through this first. All right, go ahead. They, they beat um, Indy 11 on Saturday uh-huh. to get back into the win column for the fall season. And then yesterday, Tuesday, they beat North Carolina at North Carolina 1-zip. It was a high match obvious goal that, uh, that gave Miami FC the win. Yes. So now they are 2-2 two two on the season, of course. They have their six points. And as of right now, they are in first place. First place. And now, of course, a bunch of teams have a game in hand. Yeah. There's like, there's like five teams that, that uh, if they win their next game, they'll move up ahead of Miami. But However, still. even then, near the top of the table. Exactly. Still. In the next so game. everybody calm the fuck uh, down. Yeah, seriously. Fucking day brigade. Right. <laughs> yeah. Now, following that Indy 11 game, we spoke to Nessa after the game in the postgame press conference, and he alluded to the fact that this team might need some depth by the way of signing guys to provide that. Yeah. And he even hinted at a possible Italian joining the team, a possible de- Italian defender. They were looking at some guys. Yes. Now, earlier in the week, before yesterday's game, we received the news that they signed... They signed uh, Lovell Palmer. That's correct. Jamaican. That wasn't the Italian defender that he was talking about. It was about. not. It was not. We, we all thought he was, he was lying to us about the Italian. He's throwing off, off the set. You know what yeah, I'm exactly, saying? Exactly. Exactly. But then today, but then today, it was announced that they signed Lamborghini. A, a Lamborghini. They signed a Lamborghini. Lamborghini Mercy. Oh, they should play that for him. Yo, chick, what? she's so thirsty. Yes, I like we, it. We gotta make that happen. All right, I'm calling Kanye. All right, let's do it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, they signed Alessandro Lambrugi. Yeah. From Italia. <laughs> Italia. Well, he he came it's up. Me. He came Alessandro. up. Alessandro. <laughs> <laughs> he came up in the in the AC Milan system. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. He came up in the AC Milan system. I read a little bit about this guy yeah. because, honestly, just between you and me, mm-hmm. you know, whoever the fuck else is listening, I don't know who the fuck this guy is. Well, so, well in case you didn't know, he's the long now lost. You know. He's a long lost property player. That's right. Go on our Twitter and check out who he really is. Yeah. If you've ever seen the Parent Trap, then you understand exactly what happened. Exactly. It was triplets, and the parents could only handle two at a time. Like, yeah. So they gave one away to a. Uh, An uh, Italian family. A well-intentioned European <laughs> family who raised this boy as their own. <laughs> In Italy. <laughs> but now he's come back to the United States to play for Miami FC and flip houses. Yep. That's a fun fact. <laughs> so this long-lost property brother joins your Miami FC, and he's the Italian defender, of course, that Nessa was referring to, or at least we think, unless somebody else comes down. Yeah, it's probably this guy. However, uh, this guy comes up in the AC Milan system. I wrote a little bit about him, and he mm-hmm. came up in the AC Milan system, which would... Uh, somewhat connect him to uh, Alessandro Nesta, of course, the head coach of your Miami FC. Mm-hmm. And he then started playing for a second-tier team called Livorno in Italy. That team was once, for one single season, promoted to the Serie A, yeah. where they played one campaign, and then they were demoted back down to Serie B. Yeah. So, B. Yeah. <laughs> B. Yeah. There you go. But yeah, man, it's a pretty big signing for... There you go. It's a good, it's a good thing, man. Yeah. It's a good thing. You mm-hmm. can never have too much depth. And this is, this is a top team. And if you got some money to spend in a non-capped league, then fucking spend it. Exactly. You know, you're lacking. You, you do what you got to do to get to, back to the top of the If nothing else, you can't say this team right. does not want to win. Ricardo Silva making it rain. These aren't the Marlins. Oh, yeah. No, these guys want to win. Yeah. No fucks given. So there you go. Uh, another soccer news. We got uh-huh. a, something I just don't really want to talk about. A European disaster. Fuck me, bro. Mm-hmm. The, mm-hmm. the Spanish Super Cup. Classico. Supercopa. Motherfucks, bro. Super, the Supercopa. <laughs> the Supercopa. Si. Joder. Anyways. Go ahead. So, it was obviously a Classico. Bear your, so it was Bear your heart out. Barcelona versus Real Madrid. Mm-hmm. Uh, Barcelona obviously won here in Miami, the Classico, but then they... They didn't do They lose Neymar. And... They did do that. Bro, they're, they're spiraling down. 
Barcelona okay. is. Okay, I mean, you don't don't be the day uh, brigade. I'm day brigade don't for Barcelona right now. Day brigade right now, bro. <laughs> it's two games against perhaps the best team in the world. Yeah. Uh, yeah, man. I mean, Madrid just they they just have so much depth. They're truly impressive. They're really right good. They're really good. Madrid. Yeah. Not yeah. only do they have established superstars and an embarrassment of riches mm-hmm. who are just sitting on the bench waiting in the wings. Yeah. But their young development, their young players. The likes of, of course, Marco Asensio, who we all believe is going to be a superstar oh, if he isn't one already. That guy's awesome. That guy is going to be something. And Barca so, could have had him. That's right. You hear me, Barca? It was Rafa Nadal's fault, mm, apparently. At, I'm so mad at you guys. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> this thing happens. So, in the Supercopa, at the Camp No, this past Sunday, mm-hmm. they lose 3-1. to one, And it was quite embarrassing. Things did not go well. Uh, the defense was exposed, as they are. Yeah, man, this defense is getting old. They've been old. Not Correct. getting old. They are old already. Like but they're old and holy. Like they have a lot yeah. of holes. Yeah. I don't mean, you know. <laughs> like they can do no Spiritual. <laughs> I, meant, <laughs> I meant like Swiss cheese. Oh, Lord. They're slow. They Dude, got some yeah, holes. Man. And they're exposed by exactly what Real Madrid is good at, which is they are excellent in transition. Yeah. They are ridiculous on the counter. Yeah. Because they have so many guys who are so fast mm-hmm. and can score on you. No fucking problem. So they were exposed, and they were taken out 3-1. Now, if you didn't see the game, this is still considered somewhat preseason because the yeah, the, the La Liga, La Liga hasn't, started, hasn't started We're not yet in the Champions League. Yeah. We're not even fucking decided the Copa, the Copa del Rey. Mm-hmm. None of this shit. Yeah. But, of course, anytime these two teams meet, it's on. Oh, yeah. It's fucking on. I mean, look what happened in the first leg, bro. Fucking Cristiano Ronaldo. Cristiano Ronaldo. So he got, he got his little uh, payback. Yeah. He has a little payback to Messi when he took off at the last Clasico when he took off his jersey and showed it to the Bernabeu yeah. crowd. He took off his jersey and, of course, receives the first yellow card of the game. Yeah. He was then later, which I didn't consider a dive. Me Let's either. Let's just be fair. Me either. Me either. Fair is fair. You know, I can't stand that guy, but... I did not consider it a dive. I did it think wasn't a, no, that they, he got tangled. He got tangled with Umtiti. Yeah, it was just... It was, they, they both were playing the ball and... And, of course, they once he hits the ground in the box, I mean, what do you do? Of course, you take your shot. So he turns around and he asks for a card from the ref. Yeah. That, to me, wasn't a dive. He didn't even – he was tripped up. And I don't – Yeah. I mean, it wasn't, so, wasn't a dive, wasn't a penalty. So it, was, it was bad. It was a bad decision should, by the ref. And they should have just call. gone on. It was correct. It was just a play on. Yeah. However, bad decision by the ref. And not only does he call the foul, but he gives – Cristiano, a second yellow. Well, because you have for, to. If you're going to call him for diving, you have yeah. to give the yellow. So he gives him the second yellow, which, yeah. of course, kicks him out of the game. Yeah. Now, until this point, I feel like all we would have talked about was the bad decision of the ref in a game so seemingly important mm-hmm. to kick out Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah. But, of course, Cristiano Ronaldo gets up, and he is very livid. He is irate, and he gives just the slightest little shove to the referee in the back, which we know him. is... Not to be done. Yeah, you can't do that, bro. These motherfuckers in yellow are not to be trifled with. No. And he has since then received a five-game span uh, mm-hmm. suspension, which he served his first one just now. Yep. And the second leg of the Supercopa, which is also embarrassing and exposing for Barcelona. Barcelona. They yeah. ended up losing 2-0 just before this recording has taken place. Oh, bro. They lost, they lost to a Madrid team without Ronaldo, without Gareth Bale. Gareth Bale did not play. Dude. It's, I don't know, it's embarrassing. They got, they got to figure something out. Rough and, times ahead. And uh, like, like any team that plays Barcelona, they smother Messi, and, and that's really all you have to that's do. That's right. And Barcelona is still doing their Barcelona thing. Yeah. They maintain ball possession, less so in this game, but in the first leg, they had their ball possession. Yeah. They, had, they were doing their thing. They were assisting. They were mm-hmm. even uh, against a stack box. They had plenty of chances. Just none of them were converted. Yeah. And, well, when Real Madrid got out in transition on the counter, they made them pay. Yeah, man. Bar- Barcelona needs to invest in some... Couple new midfielders. Yes. Which if nothing eventually, is coming up, if nothing is coming up through the, the system. Yeah. Yes. And, and eventually, they're, they're, look, Coutinho's gonna come over eventually. He's already he's already pushing Liverpool. I do think that will eventually happen. It's gonna happen. I do. It's gonna happen. And uh, however, uh huh. I mean, Coutinho's biggest reason for well, I don't want to say it was the biggest reason, but it was certainly something that they were using as an ally was yeah. Neymar. Yeah. His countrymen mm-hmm. to bring him over here. Yeah. And that no longer is the point. Yeah, but still, now he's he's refusing to play for Liverpool, reports are. Well, it's the Premier League already started. Yeah, it did. So, yeah. that's happening. Mm-hmm. And uh, what, what, what's the embarrassment is, of riches that is PSG seems to be also signing Mbappe, Dude, a sign I, from Neymar. I don't know how they're going to be able to... Because, you know, when, whenever you sign players and everything, you have to fair show... Play. Huh? Fair play. Yeah, fair play, which yeah. is 
financial fair play. You got to mm -hmm. show that it makes sense financially. Correct. That you're not just throwing Walking, away your money yeah. in order to win games. You got to show that you're able to balance your books. I, I honestly don't. I know. don't know how they're going to be able to. That league, I mean, Monaco is the only other competitive team in that league. Yeah. And they are taking Mbappe from Monaco. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> what, what's happening here? I don't know, man. Who do they have? Like a fucking 60-year-old fuck owl? That's, that's what Monaco has left? Yeah, pretty, pretty much. Pretty much with one knee. Yeah. Anyways. But yeah, man. That's, but a that's European goal. soccer for you. A sweet goal. Yeah. And what, what is this other guy coming from Dortmund whose name escapes me right now? Um, Dembele? Dembele, yeah. yeah. That's, that's, the, that's the other Dembele. one that Barca is. Cause, you know, every, everybody Dino knows. was also rumored, but that seems to, be, to have gone by the wayside. Yeah. I mean, um, every, the thing is that everybody knows that Barca is sitting on $222 million. Well, that's the thing. Barca is one so, of the biggest clubs in the world. So yeah. whenever there are huge transfers, much like the Pogba thing, much like uh -huh. anything else, Barcelona's name will always be rumored. Yes. However, some of these seem more real than others. Yeah. And especially now that they have this large sum of cash that is just burning a fucking hole in their pocket. Exactly. But they got to make the right moves. And yeah. they need to make them soon. Yes, very soon. They also need to get better in the midfield. Yeah. They're aging. Their mm -hmm. defense is aging. They're, this team, this, this could be like I mean, look, a, a bad little period here. Past 15 years. Because the talented, the, the, the MSN, right? The, the Messi, Suarez, yeah. and, uh, and Neymar. Mm -hmm. Those talented forwards made up for a lot of things that you were lacking on yeah. that team. You know? Yeah. That, that pure offense, that talent that could keep the ball towards the offensive side of the field. Exactly. That made up for a lot of things. Exactly. But now... Now you don't have that anymore, so... Correct. And look, the past 15 years, you can argue that Barca has been dominant, as dominant as they were, because they came up with their golden age of players that all were great at the same time. But that was organic. That was organic. And it Super allowed organic. for other things to take place. Exactly. Like the signings of some of these huge guys. Exactly. But now, if there's no, if the, if that's not happening in their in their farm system or whatever you want to call it, mm -hmm. then what are you gonna do? You just gotta buy players. Yeah. And that's what the twenty two two hundred and twenty two million dollars is for. But if everyone's not jacking up the price because they know you got the money, that's well, you gotta make you the know, right decision. You gotta, you gotta, I'm not you, saying spend it all in one place. No, 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 no. <laughs> definitely not. You got a few players here. Definitely not. If if they can if they can uh, if they can flip three Look, good we players from was good. the two twenty two, but we I'll didn't be know happy. Suarez was gonna be this. Oh, yeah, yeah. The guy Nobody is a knew. fucking superstar. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, of the highest order right now. Oh, yeah, for sure. So, do something like that. Do, do that. <laughs> do that again. Who's, do that. who's out there biting motherfuckers? Like, do that, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get that guy. Who's fucking Jaws <laughs> out here? Okay? Sign a guy on the cheap, a little yeah. controversial, and then bring his ass over. Yeah. Let him flourish. See, we'll see what happens. Well, wasn't there a guy in, uh, who, who did we play? Panama or El Salvador in, in, uh, in the Gold Cup? That they bit one of the U.S. players? Oh, no. The guy who twisted Josie Altidore's nipple yeah. and bit him? Yeah, yeah, That yeah. guy? The guy whose girlfriend was mad about? That guy. Yeah. Yeah, let's, let's sign that guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Barcelona should sign that guy. I like them. <laughs> Fucking give them all rabies shots at the door. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> all right, well, that's enough for today. <laughs> that about does it for today. I think we've discussed enough nonsense. Yeah. All right, well, thank you for listening. That'll do it for us today. Check out our show next week. And, uh -huh. of course, check out all our other stuff on the site. LemonCityLive.com is where you want to go. Check out our coverage of Miami FC. Check out our weekly post about the Marlins. That one's called Views from the Chief Seats. Yep. We have this new MMA up-and-coming section, which we call Knuckle Up with Ron. We have, of course, my weekly lemon drop uh -huh. and everything else that is on the site. Yeah. Please check it out. <laughs>